Let's get it cracking. All right. Welcome to the most recent edition of the Ill-Mannered Podcast. I am Damien, and uh, normally I would have my good buddy Mr. Remix with me, but uh, I don't know. He, he's kind of in his own feelings right now, so he, he's not really he's not really looking to podcast or anything. So I've decided that until he decides he wants to come back, I'm just going to keep the show moving and have a different guest every time. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but this week we have... Your friend. Go your ahead and introduce best, yourself. Your, your best friend. The most important person in the world that lives in Seattle. Yes, that person. Yeah. Me, Jessica. Yeah, uh, we'll, I'll take it. Okay, I'll go with that. You know. All right. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Damien's favorite um, light-skinned mixed kid with a black mom, white dad. That's pretty rare, so I'm pretty unique. Um, Damien is my friend who lives in Houston. His wife is my other friend who lives in Houston. And they're my two favorite people in Texas. And that's saying a lot because I like everyone in Texas. Kidding. I like no one in Texas. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jessica. That, uh, that, that makes me feel um, special, I guess. <laughs> you anyway. should feel pretty special because I gave you the, the best intro on a podcast ever in life. <laughs> wow. I am one of the only two people in Texas that you actually cut for. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yep. I'll go yep. for it. Yep. Uh, so since uh, Mr. Remix is not here, I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll tone it down just a little bit. We won't be as, uh, uh, I don't know, vulgar as we normally are. This is we'll, the, we'll, the chill, the, yeah, we'll go with that. yeah the, chill this is the, the chill mannered podcast. Chill mattered. The chill mattered. Chill, this is chill the, uh, podcast. this is the PG 13 version of it. That's good. Um, you know, then maybe my parents years. can listen to it. Ooh, it depends on where you take it. <laughs> it depends on where you take it. Well, since uh, you are you are technically censoring me, I guess I won't go too crazy. I won't call it censoring. I, 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 mm. I'll call it cautioning. Thought this was America. It, yeah, Thought this was America. Yeah, there's absolutely no censorship in America. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm glad you're here because. Unlike my podcast with uh, with Remix, we could talk about some nerd stuff today, some good geek stuff. Yes. I never get to go, do any good geek talk with anybody, um, you know, uh, and I'll just jump right into it. Very recently, we attended uh, San Diego Comic-Con in San Diego, hence the name San Diego Comic-Con, <laughs> the, uh, the largest popular arts convention in North America, at least. I don't know how it compares with the rest of the world, but it's the largest one in America. It is the Mecca for geeks and nerds worldwide. It's a celebration of the popular arts, movies, television, comics, games, and whatever else you can throw in there. And uh, this was your, well, this was your second time? Yeah, it's my second con. Your second one, yeah, your second Comic Con. Uh, this was like my second my San fifth. Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're not new to this at all. No, you're not new to this. You've no. done, uh, you've done Seattle, Emerald uh, City Comic Con. Emerald Shout City Comic Con. ECCC. It's a lot of C's in there, man. <laughs> a lot of C's in there. Anyway, what what did, you, what did you think of it? This is your second time. What did you think 
of of com- actually let me let me rephrase that question. What were your expectations going into this? You you know you kind of worked out the cobwebs from the first trip. What were your expectations leading into this trip? I actually had zero expectations because that's just how I like to do things, so that I'm never disappointed. The only thing I was kind of hoping, if I'm honest, is when I I really wanted to get into Hall H. I told you last year, I said, I want to at least one year spend the night outside like like everyone else does to get in Hall H. That's something that on my bucket list. I want to do it. I want to be one of those people. And the main reason I really want to do it this year is for the Warner Brothers panel. They had Uh um, uh, the, the Man from Uncle panel. Yeah, and so last year I got to see uh, Christopher Nolan, Matthew McConaughey. So I got to see the man, Christopher Nolan. Like that, he—that's an amazing director. He's probably in my top five. And then David Fincher, who's also in my top five. Uh, and they never I, do comic cons. Yeah, they don't do cons, right? So I was yeah. like super, like hype. Like remember last year we were there, and then Matthew McConaughey came out, and Christopher Nolan. You were sitting behind me. I'm looking back at you, like. My niece looks at me if I have some candy or something. I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Christopher Nolan. I can't believe I've seen Christopher Nolan. And then we got to see David Fincher. I got a picture standing right in front of me. So that was great. So this year I was hoping my number one, number one all-time favorite director of all times is, uh, oh. Guy, is Guy Ritchie. And so I was like, if I get the surprise of being able to see Guy Ritchie, I would be so happy. <laughs> Wow. But I, I didn't. I, he, he just, he, you know. Well, I guess we can get to that. We'll get to that. But that was yeah. what I really, that my expectation, my hope, my hopes and my dreams. Uh, one really cool thing that happened to me um, was I made it by the Funimation booth. And they mm-hmm. actually had a, we were just looking, you know, you and I were just looking. And then I looked down. I'm like, hey, the director from the new uh, Attack on Titan live action movie is going to be here. Let's see if I can get his autograph. So that was kind of cool because I didn't expect that at all so that was that's what i mean i had zero expectations so yeah. i come in kind of walk around take a look and i'm just like oh my gosh look at that oh look at this oh look at that you know and that, that's kind of how i approach it too I, I i usually look at the schedule ahead of time just to kind of get a sense of you know some of the big things that are going on but i i usually don't have anything written in stone and i uh most most of the uh most of the fun that i have is just from stuff that i just randomly come across like mm-hmm. wow, yeah. Well, just like you said, oh, I didn't know this was going on. I didn't know this person was going to be here. Just randomly running into, you know, people out and about, and catching quick autographs and photos and selfies and all that. It, it, it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, much like you, I didn't go in with a um, with really a concrete plan in mind. I just wanted to kind of freewheel it and just uh, just go wherever it takes me, and that's right. what happened. Yeah. The other th- the the other thing is sorry my sister just texted me. Um, the other thing is um, I had a really low expectation because Marvel wasn't there this year. So mm. since Marvel decided not to be there, I was like, oh okay, well Marvel's usually who does it big. So eh, we'll just see what else I can see. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's and you know what I, I think going forward we're, we're going to see more of that happening, especially since. Marvel is owned by Disney. Disney has its own expo every year. As a matter of fact, I saw something today where uh, they're going to do some previews at the the D23 Expo later this year, and they'll probably show some uh, Captain America Civil War stuff at that one. You know, and they 
I mean, they they honestly don't have to do Comic Con. It's it's expensive, and they've got their own captive audience that they can cater to. But the big one this year, the big one this year, was uh, by far the the Star Wars panel. That was the one that people were really really clamoring about. There were some yeah. people who camped out for like two days. And it was kind of a big deal. I mean, they didn't. The thing that the thing that was cool is every single person from Star Wars showed up, old yeah. and new, which was really cool. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you're like, okay, you get to be in the Star Wars room in this panel, and uh, I mean, it would be really cool to see J.J. Abrams. But I'm like, but they didn't really show anything except for that, like, kind of behind the scenes director cut. This is how we made the movie thing. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call I mean, that? Uh, Com- behind the common- scenes. Common Terry. What do they call that directors? Uh, well, director's commentary usually comes yeah. after the movie's done. That that was more of a behind the scenes, right? But that's a, that's just what it reminded me of. I'm like, this this is yeah. going to be on the DVD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's already online, so right. Um, and that, that's that's the other thing. Um, you know, I was I was interested in going to the Star Wars panel until I found out that they were they weren't going to show any new footage because uh, as right. we all know, as we all know. Um, as soon as, as soon as they have these panels, uh, whatever footage is shown is, is already, it's going to be online within minutes after the panel is over. Right. And that, that's all I wanted to see. But, uh, the, the people who attended that panel actually got a, got a pretty cool treat. Uh, at the end of it, they announced that they were having a concert just behind the convention center. Yes. Uh, I think the San Diego symphony was, uh, was in charge of it. And they were going to play music from Star Wars. And they had a fleet of stormtroopers. I guess fleet is the right word. I don't know. <laughs> a gang, a crew, a posse of stormtroopers actually lead the entire auditorium of 6,000 some odd people mm-hmm. uh, all the way back to the concert. Pretty cool. So they got a, they got a good concert, a good light show, fireworks. Uh, the stars from Star Wars were out there again. The only person that was upset about it was Kevin Smith. Oh, because they made everybody leave. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin he had a panel after the Star Wars panel, and everybody cleared out. Yeah. So you know, Kevin was probably really he was probably really excited when everyone was in. I was like, yeah, I got like six thousand people in here. I'm just gonna turn it up. And he probably walked out to like twelve people. <laughs> and it had to his, suck. his fans, the people who watch comic book men. Yeah. So it, it had to Which suck. Which I do watch, yes, because I do. I watch occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I watch it I, sometimes. I like watching Kevin Smith talk. As a matter of fact, he's gonna be here in Houston uh in August. Late Doing August. Doing what? Uh I don't know. He's 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 going to be at a comedy club. I don't know that he really does stand up. He'll probably just talk. But it's entertaining, nonetheless. I'll take mm-hmm. it. I'm good with that. Yeah, sounds like a ball. Sounds uh, like a blast. So what 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 did you see at uh, at Comic-Con that you enjoyed? Cuz I know you got you got into Hall H, right? You better believe it. All right. So what was the experience waiting for Hall H? It wasn't that bad of an experience cuz I remember after you and I left the uh Drunk History panel. We went over, got in line. Was it Drunk History or Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty. Same. 
Yeah, Rick and Morty. Because the day before was the Thursday we went to the Drunk History panel, and then the day after yeah. that we went to. That's right. So, um, yeah, we went, got in line around two o'clock. I waited for about what almost three hours while you and Justine dinked around. You came mm-hmm. back. I left, took a shower, changed into clothes. I was going out that night to a party. We waited for another what three, four hours. You yeah. guys are freezing to death. It was like in the sixties, and Damien's over here with nah, his man. wife, shivering like it's two below. Nah, man. It, wasn't that it was bad. like it was like mid fifties. You are you are being dramatic. <laughs> it was in Dude, the sixties. I'm from Texas. I mean, it was like it was like ninety seven degrees when I left home. I wasn't. Right. I wasn't. That was a that know. was a cool refreshing breeze. Then he's over yeah. here. Damien's over here taking his arms out of his sleeves and tucking them inside like that stupid kid. Remember that kid that used to catch the bus in the morning and never wanted to wear a shirt, so he'd stand <laughs> outside and be all chilly, and he'd put his arms inside of his t-shirt. He um, didn't want to wear a coat, so he put his arms. In, yeah, that 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 was, I was you. I was I was that kid actually. I mean, so. I was that was pretty shocking. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> so, well, we waited another what two three hours. We decided mm. after. They started passing out wristbands at 9.30. They wouldn't make it to us until almost, what, 1 in the morning? Because it was 11. It was 11.30 when we left. We were waiting for two hours, and you said it was going to be another two hours. So I left, went to the party. You guys went back to the room. I went to the party for a couple hours. It was open bar. I got to go to, like, a Fox uh, uh, network party, and it was a bunch of executives. I did see Wilmer Valderrama. Ooh. I know. I mean, I didn't know he was still with us, but, you know. And then, um, <laughs> uh, and then shout out, that's XD from Two Guys and a Girl podcast always says that. Are they still with us? And it cracks me up. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, so after that party, I got back in the car and went back over to get back to my spot in line. 45 minutes later, here they come with the wristbands. The people I made friends with, a nice uh, family, they were, you know, cousins, were um, next to me. I said they would hold my place for the next morning. I went back, went to sleep, came in the next morning with their coffee. So I got four hours of sleep. We hung out for about two and a half more hours in line, then got inside and got pretty decent seats. And it was really, really cool. I would do it again. I would definitely do it again. But thanks to your wife making friends with those people, you know. Yeah. But they were cool enough to let us, like, to hold the spot, though, because they got that. They had a room in the Hilton. So they, they were all taking turns walking back and forth and taking showers and brushing their teeth and doing whatever they need to do back at the hotel. Cause it was right there across yeah. the street. So yeah, that was really it, cool. If, if I, if I do that again, I'll, I'll be more prepared. I'll have one of those little oh, for sure. stupid fold out seats or whatever. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I, that's, it's not for the faint of heart. I will not say. at all. Not, not at for the all. Faint of heart. Not at all. And it's, it's kind of a badge of honor when you actually make it inside and, and people are still standing outside for another five or six hours and you, you know that they won't get in. Right. Yeah, which is a bummer, but whatever. That's the life they chose. <laughs> so what, what did you see? Because I, I didn't come in until a little bit later that day, but what did you get, uh, what did you get a chance to see? I saw H? the Man from Uncle uh, panel. I saw Henry Cavill. I saw... Uh, oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. You like I saw, Henry Cavill? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Suicide Squad, and then they all came out. Will Smith and everybody came out. Then I saw uh, Batman vs Superman again. Like that came out. And then Henry Cavill came out. Other than that, I don't really remember the rest of the day because I was too busy focused on that jawline that Henry Cavill has. He also has yeah. this really great voice, and he has this really thick, dark head of just black hair, and he just is like 
He's made, I think that he was bred from like angel tears and I mean, what is, <laughs> and everything that is holy and clean. Let's, I mean, fresh, he's like fresh lamb's wool mixed with like fresh snow. Like he is the most purest form of male. He's pretty amazing. That's all I remembered. I mean, that was Bay right there. Wow, and okay. I mean, just, he's, I, I just, I, there's no words. There's no words to describe what that man looks That's the finest white man I've ever seen in my life. And I mean, seriously, where do they make those Caucasian men? Because they do not make them in the United States of America. Well, you know, all the, all the, uh, the, the greatest, all the best American actors are either British or Australian. So <laughs> That is true. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I, I just, it, I, I mean, I guess I was in Hall Age that day. Hall Age stands for heaven. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah, I mean. He's fine, all, y'all. He's fine. I, I guess. I, he, he doesn't do the same thing for me. I'm, I'm I mean, he didn't make you get all excited? Like, oh, he's fine. No, nah, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I, you know, I like Man of Steel more than a lot of people did, but. That, you know, I, yeah. I, we, you and I've had the Man of Steel discussion, but I like Man of Steel because of Michael Shannon. Because my biggest thing, if I'm being honest, like I know, yeah, Henry Cavill is fine, but I'm not a child. I'm not a teenager. Like I appreciate good acting, and yeah. uh, Michael Shannon's just that was what I enjoyed about that. But anyways, yeah. we're like I'm getting off topic here. Yeah. So anyways, that's all the that's all the hateful eight panel that was dope. Quentin Tarantino, I think, is racist. Um, he made a Mexican joke, or not a Mexican joke. He made a somewhat racist comment and i was like hmm looking at my mexican friends sitting next to me going like was that racist and then uh i saw a bunch of stuff that i don't really care to see uh pride and prejudice versus pride pride and prejudice with zombies i actually have that book uh some patient zero with like zombies some oh guillermo del toro creepy demonic satanic movie guillermo knows how to do the creepiest of all movies i was in there saying prayers like in Jesus' name, that I didn't have nightmares that night from that creepy old movie, Crimson Peak. I gotta but, see it now. I but he does it well, it. though. But he does it well, though. That's what sucks. Is he does it really, really well. And then you when still finally going to see it, right? No, you're tripping. <laughs> it's got a uh, your boy uh, Tom Hiddleston's in it. Yeah, but I like Tom Hiddleston, but I'm not like digging him like that. I think he's attractive, no. and I think he's a good actor, but he's not like heartthrob like Henry Cavill. <laughs> Hey, now, if Henry like Cavill that. was in it, would you go see it? If Henry Cavill was, you know what? No, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> I don't want to get too violent. I would watch Henry Cavill do anything. Okay. I'd watch him. <laughs> I'd watch him really poorly do the Running Man the way white people do it for four hours and be happy. Wow. That old dedication. That, that that struggle Running Man that white people, <laughs> you know, they always That's do dedication. that. They always do that struggle. I was like, it's like the, you slide the foot. You slide the foot. What are you doing here? Nah, it's the walking Anyways, man. Anyways, yeah. Uh, that's the walking man. It's always the, the bunny hop man or something. It's always awesome. Yeah. But he's so fine. Um, but yeah, no, Tom, <clears throat> he's, a, he's, he's a good actor. You know what? I actually really enjoy Jessica Chastain. I'm not even really that big on a lot of American yeah. actresses, but he's pretty no, great. She's, she's cool. She does her ah. thing. Shh. Yeah. I have company and they're being noisy. Uh, what else? And stands so stand over here, Brecken. Um, and then, so then. So when, I came in right when Crimson Peak was uh, was about to go off. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did come in then. And um, what was after that? Then it was like the girls who kick ass, and then it was the. Um, okay. 
And then it was the Fox. And then we got to see the Maze Runner. Then we got to see Fantastic Four. And then we got to see yeah. uh, X Men. X Men. Am I missing what else? Am I missing something? Yeah. Uh, Deadpool. Duh. How do we forget that? Yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. All right. The Deadpool trailer. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. It was such was a good, a... such a good panel. And, and I'm not a big Ryan Reynolds fan, but he's going to be a great Deadpool. The best part was him singing Shoot. Yes. He yes. said, how you take your mother for a butt like that? And then jumps down. <laughs> Into that SUV and starts beating everybody up inside the SUV. And starts shooting people in the head. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it was it's, really, it's really great. violent, but I love uh, that Colossus is in it. He's dope. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, what did you think of um, Fantastic Four? It looks good. It's fine. I mean, I was, I'm going to see it. I'm like, I'm kind of marveled out. I think I've, I had this conversation with one of my Comic-Con friends and yeah. I'm a little marveled out. It's like I'm over it. I think everybody is. There's there's yeah. a little bit of fatigue with it's it. It's an I mean, oversaturation. It's like every yeah. three months instead of like once or twice a year. It's like there's always something, always something, always something. Yeah. That's why like I loved Ex Machina and I loved Mad Max. It's like, God, I, I can finally get some really cool like sci-fi slash action movie with good acting and good directing and yeah. it not be a comic book. Not be a comic book and not be, uh, you know, like a, a six month marketing blitz Yes, you know. yes. But I, yes. I, I think I, I think Fantastic Four is going to be better than what most people anticipate. Um, but you know, I'll I also will probably just accept it for whatever it is. The whole entire movie was filmed in front of a green screen. Yeah, that, that's the only thing that kind of concerns me a little bit because I, I think after a while we'll know that like okay, they're just on the sound stage right now, right. I think that every single person in that movie is a really good actor, except for I don't really know the guy who plays uh, the thing. I don't really yeah. know who that guy is, but everyone in it is a, such a good actor. I think it'll be a really great movie. The one thing mm. I will say that I'm looking forward to with this is with Mike, Michael B. Jordan playing um, Johnny Storm. When yeah. I was reading about the movie coming out and that he was going to be black, and I thought it was going to be Sue Storm is his sister, and he's the adopted one. And yeah. it was going to be a white parent. I love that it was like the black dad, black kid, adopted sister. I was like, thank you. Can we change it up a little bit? Can it not be oh, yeah. so cliche? Thank it's you. piss people off. I appreciate I you. It. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bring it on. I love it. You know? Yeah, I, I, think, I think he actually, I think uh, old Mike B might be the, uh, the standout of the movie. We'll see. He kind of stands out of most things. He's been a good actor since Wallace. So Yeah. Yeah. You know, young boys coming up. Uh, let's see. So Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool was pretty off the charts. Uh, you know, that one is going to get a lot of attention. Uh, we got a very early look at X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we, we saw the footage and, and, you know, to, to Brian Singer's credit, he did say, he was like, Hey y'all, I've only been filming this for five weeks. So, you know, this is just, I, I literally just shot this so you guys have something to look at, but don't, you know, don't read too much into it. And, you know, un unfortunately, we, we got a good look at Apocalypse himself. And some people have concerns about Apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, I was like, what the French toast? The bet the worst part about it is I just think Oscar Isaac is just such a great actor. He's kind of like one of these new up and coming, amazing American 
He's American. Yes, actors. And I've only ever seen him in Ex Machina and Inside Lewin Davis. I didn't see um, what's the uh, most violent year because I was like I just didn't get it, didn't get around to it. But mm. everyone says he's he's amazing and that he's such a good actor. But he's five foot two. A five foot two apocalypse <laughs> is not scaring anybody. It's like your incident tonight at Chipotle, which we will come back to. Your incident tonight at Chipotle, like oh, you're man. not intimidating when you're shorter than me, homie. I don't care how many powers you have. It's kind of like. Watching a Chucky movie, you know, or Leprechaun, like he's yeah. smaller than you. Kick him. Yeah, you know, and you like know what? it's just apocalypse in the book is like like eight massive. feet tall at least, massive and, and can... scary and intimidating and just like and blue, yeah, <laughs> and silver. <laughs> yes, and like he, yeah, he's like gray. He's like this really intense, not overly theatrical, cheesy. Uh, he's an intimidating villain. And yeah. Marvel tends to do a good job with the intimidating villains. I do feel DC has the better villains, which I always never could figure out why the superheroes always win in DC because the yeah. villains are always way better. Yep. But Marvel has a good job of making their villains intimidating. Yeah. Uh, it just... un- unfortunately, in this movie, he looks like Ivan Ooze. <laughs> Womp. <laughs> yeah. So. But we'll see. It's still early. It's yeah. still early. <laughs> Uh, and that's what I'm saying. If it's, I, if it's still early, it's only been like what five or six weeks of filming, and that's a, that's what they that's what they got in five weeks. He could yeah. scrap all of those apocalypse things and change that costume to make it not look like yeah, like a purple people eater. He looks yeah. like Grimace. Yo, he looks like Grimace. If Grimace was a villain, if Grimace uh, was a villain, oh, that man. that's that's apocalypse right there. That that's Brian Singer's apocalypse. Wow. That's I mean, scary. when I look at him, I want a grape Kool Aid. Can I get a purple Kool-Aid? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, hopefully they change it. Uh, well, let me not even say that. I, I just, I have, I have faith that they'll make the necessary adjustments to, uh, to do justice by it. But we'll see. And that's kind of my thing. I'm like, okay, I think it, it, it probably, it, it'll be all right. I want to, yeah. like, hold, hold judgment. I mean, like I say, I just like to come into every movie I see thinking <laughs> this is for entertainment purposes only. Keep right. your expectations low. And so that's what I'm trying to do. But every time I see Oscar Isaac be shorter than Storm, I'm just like, <laughs> really? <laughs> really, though? No, yeah. let's, just, let's just not do like the fanboys and just you know, And rip talk it to shreds it. before we just, actually see it. But yeah. it's just real funny. Other than that, everything looked good. Except for I did show my parents the trailer for it. And I forgot Magneto says, who the F are you? And I'm just like, oh, sorry, Uh-oh. Mom. I forgot, forgot, he said, forgot he said the F word. Hey, she's grown. While Olive is sitting next to me. Speaking oh, of which, Olive's at Bible study tonight showing me pictures that my brother's drawn in her little notepad. And she's going, who's this? And I said, Superman. She goes, Batman. Kept saying Batman over and over again. And then saying, <laughs> Superman. I'm like, shh, Olive. I told you we're training her up right. We're training her up in the way that she uh, should go. Uh, that's, my two year, that's my two and a half year old niece, everybody. Remarkable. Batman. That's just remarkable. She knows. And I was showing my parents the trailer for the new Batman Superman. And my mom's like, don't show her this. Turn this off. She's going to get scared. Olive, who's that? Batman. Batman. She's not scared. She knows. She ain't never scared. Did she do the Bat Baby dance? No, but you didn't appreciate my Bat Auntie Snapchat today. I don't, I don't know. That was, uh, you were driving while you did that. And that was, I was concerned. <laughs> I go hard. <laughs> All right. I go hard in these streets. I ain't never scared. I told you. you like my niece is from me. We ain't never scared. You gonna go hard in somebody's back bumper? 
<laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> anyway, so Comic Con was Comic Con was nice. You you enjoyed it. You had fun. I definitely want to go back next year. Hopefully, I can talk you and the wife into going back. Every year I say it's my last year, but uh, I'm not fooling anybody. I'm not fooling anybody at all. But uh, yeah, next year they're moving it back to its normal spot towards the end of July, so it will be a little. I warmer. did see that. So yeah, we won't be standing in 55 degree weather waiting for wristbands this time. Right, right. And I'm talking about. Yep. And I'm talking about. All right, so it wasn't, on. it wasn't that wasn't that cold. Comic Con is over. Yes. And uh, this week, there was yet another Marvel release. Mm-hmm. Excitement, excitement. Uh, oh yeah, Ant, Ant, Ant Man. Yes, <laughs> Ant Man hit theaters uh, a couple of days ago. I got a chance to see it uh, Thursday night, and I think you saw it yesterday. About a day. Yeah, or I saw so it ago. yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. saw it yesterday. What'd you, mm-hmm. what'd you think? Oh, by I the way, actually huh? possible spoiler alert. Anybody that's listening, yeah, anybody possible spoiler alert. It. I don't uh, care. I really enjoyed it. Although I did uh, out loud to my friends when I was at the theater, look over and said, how does T.I. keep getting work? I just, dude. I mean, spoiler alert, T.I.'s in it, boo. T.I. is the second or third worst actor that I, I mean, behind like Common and, yeah, behind Common. He's got to be like the second worst actor. Yeah. Anyway. And then, you know who else, spoiler alert, and now i got to Google to see what the other dude I'm thinking of, um, what his name, uh, Michael Pena is in it. Michael Pena. Pena, Pena yeah. which I enjoy him thoroughly. I think he's really great. Um, he is the, well, let me see, I'm trying to figure out dude's name. He is the Mexican version of William Fick, Fickner, is that how you say his name? Fickner? Fitchner? Fick, Fick, really? Fitchner. He yeah, is the Mexican but, version of that guy. That guy is in every single movie randomly. Okay. Never gets regard. top okay. billing. Yes, never gets I, top billing, but it's in every single big movie. He was yeah. in The Dark Knight. Like, he's in every... The first thing I think I ever saw him in was Go. He's in every freaking movie. Michael Pena is in every freaking movie. Playing the same character. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. He's in everything. Look at I'm on IMDb right now. He's been in 70 things. He has five upcoming <laughs> projects. Like he's, but like no top billing in any of these things. None of them. Hey, that's His the name best is not the first Hollywood. Thing. Yeah, oh, he's had a lot of voiceover stuff too. He is yes. in everything, but and that's Michael Pena. Pena, same thing. I enjoyed the movie. I I I, I did appreciate the fact that it was uh, kind of a change of pace from the other yes. movies. Like not as intense. Yes. Not yes. as not as critical to the overarching storyline or anything like that. It was a good self-contained story, kind of low key. It was a heist movie, more of a comedy. Uh, still fit in with with the with the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline and all that. But uh, I enjoyed the fact that it just kind of stood on its own. It, you know, I, I'll be honest. I I actually liked it more than uh, the first Thor. I really did. I'm going to have a pregnant pause here and try to think how we can compare Ant-Man to Thor. Hmm. Just in terms of like, like, like a Marvel character's debut movie. But again, Ant-Man does have the benefit of a few years 
you know, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe and them kind of, you know, hitting their stride now. Thor was def those both of those Thor movies were definitely the lamest, I think, of all of the Marvel movies. Yeah. But I mean, currently we're not including those first Fantastic Four movies or that Elektra movie or that Daredevil. We're not. We're, we're talking about Marvel Studios. But um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed Ant Man. I don't really care for Evangeline Lilly. She has monkey mouth. I just it's distracting. Whoa! What she has that like those deep lines like a like a chimpanzee has. <laughs> you ever notice that? I bet you she could pull. You know how monkeys roll their lips back to show you their teeth and they're goofing off. I bet you she can do that. I mean, I'm just saying. And then they put her in that uh, Edna Mole wig. Nah, son. Who designed that? Did you no, like Edna Mole? Look, I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a hairdresser or anything like no, that. No, no, no. Edna Mole is the lady who designed the costumes in The Incredibles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The little old lady. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she had the Edna Mole haircut, and I was not feeling it. Yeah, the... And the, and my other issue with her was she's actually trying to punch Paul Rudd. No, you're not punching a grown man in the face. You are all of a smooth ninety pounds smoke or a soaking wet, and you're gonna be beating up a grown man and laying him out and flipping him over. And I'm just like, have seats, have several. You're so skinny. Paul Rudd is short. You're not knocking him <laughs> over. He's like a little tree trunk. Like he's like a little stump. Like you can't knock a stump over. His leverage yeah, we, is better than yours. We know Paul Rudd is short because they had the uh, the Ant Man costume at Comic Con. You were standing next to it, and you were taller than it. Taller also, than the costume. Yeah. Also, he was on John Stewart yesterday. I think he's shorter than John Stewart, and John Stewart's five two. <laughs> he's super short. I was like, whoa, Damn. midget. I'm, I'm so, sorry. Yeah. Excuse me, little person. So they they didn't have to do a lot of shrinking for that uh, for that movie. <laughs> you're shadier than me but yes. actually come to think of it yeah because and hell T.I. and Michael Pena are shorter than he is super short wow yeah because I've seen T.I. I mean, you've probably seen him before too T.I. is all uh, what five, he's about what 5'7 maybe yeah he's pretty short and, he, and he's also yeah. 90 pounds hey who, yeah. was the, who was the fake Russian dude that was in their group they had like a little I, team I can't think of his name but he's he's also been in a lot of stuff too yeah, I can't. Th- he's always done bit parts. Yeah, was yeah, cool. was, uh, yeah. it was good. Um, okay, so I did like it. I like the villain, yellow jacket villain. Uh, you know I what? Didn't... I I thought he was a little one dimensional. Oh no no, the man who played him was corny, oh. but I like yeah. the yellow jacket. Yeah yeah yeah, the way it looked was cool. It wasn't deep. I couldn't figure out what his deal was. There was no character development there, so I couldn't really get it. And it was almost like he was in love with Pim. Like I was just like, are you yeah. in love with dude? Like. <laughs> Let it go, let it go. The whole movie, I kept weird. thinking that. Yeah, it was strange. I didn't like it. But I wasn't I mad like when it. I left. I wasn't mad. Um, the post the extra, credit, the post credit scenes. I, I mean, I I actually like the the wasp scene better than the other one. It it took me a couple times to really get the second one because so I was like, why is spoiler alert? Why is Bucky's arm stuck in a vice? Right, and I could fit, and I—I I mean, I really, Damien, <laughs> really, you couldn't figure out why, why they would need Ant Man for that. No, I—I I can figure out why they need Ant Man, but why oh, okay, is his arm right. stuck in a vice? Probably that's the only way to hold him. Okay. Don't you think he's still nuts? Oh, were they holding him prisoner? I thought that's like that what they were doing. Oh, because he could just detach his arm if he wanted to, and. But can he? 
Yeah. Mm, okay. In the book. I don't know. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, know. whatever, whatever, whatever. People so just anyway. wanted to see y'all just wanted to see Chris Evans in a white t shirt. That's all it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw another movie getting uh take like moving on from the oh, Ant Man yeah. thing is I saw Amy. So I saw Amy, the Amy Winehouse documentary with FWMJ. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. How Sunday it? night. Absolutely like amazing, depressing fascinating she was so brilliant and her family and the people around her her friends were amazing that's why you know like there is that i never even know i'm so really bad with like my bible verses but i can't even think of where it is my best friend and i always say mention it to each other where it says in the bible that you have a friend there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother her friends were closer to her than her own family were and they cared more about her well-being than her own parents and that was just like, that was a fascinating thing to take away from this thing. It's, she's so talented and amazing and writes her own songs and plays her guitar and plays instruments and everything. And she's this amazing, talented young lady. Then when she wrote that song, Rehab, mm-hmm. that was an actual thing. Her best friend slash manager wanted her to go to rehab. She said, well, I'm going to ask my dad. Her dad said, if she doesn't want to go, she doesn't have to go. So she never went. And even in the documentary, they're interviewing him. That they don't ever show the people's faces while they're interviewing. They're showing like video uh, footage of Amy. Yeah. And he says, I just didn't really feel that it was my responsibility to have her go to rehab. I'm like, yo, your daughter died because of you. She did everything her dad to make her dad happy because he was this deadbeat dad who was cheating on her mom and never around and blah, 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 right? Wow. She didn't go to rehab because her dad didn't think that she needed to go. And now she's dead. What, she died at like 25 years old? Super young. Uh, it was before 27. Yeah, and and she uh and she died from uh she was drunk, but because she'd been bulimic her whole life. She told her mom when she was when she was a teenager she was bulimic. Like what what kind of parents this is the thing I tell you what. Leaving like Frank when we saw it, he was like, God, what a depressing movie, yuck. But I walked away from that movie going like, I have never appreciated my father more now than ever in my life. Yes. It is really something. You, no parents are perfect, and all parents make their mistakes, but my dad was such a great dad. My mom was such a great mom. Thank you for actually caring about my well-being. Amy yeah. Winehouse is such a waste. And what do we have? What are we left with right now? We have Adele, who's absolutely amazing, but then who else? Uh, we have Beyonce. Mm. And moving on. Nope. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Beyonce right. can sing. Moving on. So, Beyonce uh, can sing. I'm, moving on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out sometime this week. Maybe this weekend. Yeah, Amy's I'll go dope. And see it. Yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, good. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest Amy Winehouse fan. I, I mean, well, let me say this: I loved listening to her music. I loved her music, but I wasn't. I didn't follow her like that. Like I wasn't. I didn't really follow her story as much as other people did. Right, and it, it wasn't really until she died that I really started like, dang, yeah. kinda, everything kind of sucked for her. Her and uh, so dude's name Blake, yeah, her, everything that was going on with him was like, yeah, that yeah. that kind of sucks when you don't when you don't have a good support group around you, especially when you when you're someone when you're someone like her who's very talented in an industry that will just leech onto you and try to suck everything out of you. Yes, you absolutely need a good support group, and it was obvious that she did not have that. Not at all. And, I, and the three I people that, that... What's that? I was, I, and I know that without even seeing the documentary. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. And the three people that were around her, they kind of like left her. They were like, until you get it together, we can't be any part of this. They were sick of seeing her like on the verge of overdosing and being in and out of rehab and in and out of rehab, being in there for two, three days and leaving, you know? But it's just such a waste. And like, that's just, she's so talented. And it just, it was, it was an amazing movie. A better, another amazing movie that you still need to go see is you need to see dope. You need to see dope. I actually, I need to see that one first before it leaves theaters. That movie, I saw, you know, I saw it twice. It was the best movie. The best movies I've seen this year, I would have to say, are Mad Max, Dope, and Ex Machina. Best movies I've seen in 2015. Yep. I agree. Same here. And I've seen almost everything, but those are the best movies I've seen. Yeah, I agree. All right. So um, I'm not going to talk about this for too long. Uh, You're all caught up on True Detective, right? I mean, what do you want to talk about? What what is what Damien, what is there to talk about in True Detective? What, There's this show on? on HBO called True Detective. It's about detectives that are true, I think. What what's going on with it though? <laughs> I, I it, there's detectives in it. Last the, the first season was amazing. The first season was mind blowing and it was I was obsessed with it. Like I couldn't all we did every week we were speculating what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. This year, we aren't speculating anything. We're like, they're all a bunch of alcoholics with emotional problems and mommy-daddy issues. And one is a closeted homosexual or something. And one murdered someone on accident. And then one's mother was possibly murdered. But they end up finding this guy come together because some guy named Casper is dead. Vince Vaughn is in it for some reason. His wife is that bucktooth chick who is in the movie. The what's the drunk movie with Denzel Washington? Where he's flying uh, airplane. Flight plan. Yeah, she's in that movie, and then she's also uh, Watson's wife in the Sherlock Holmes movie. That bucktooth girl. I don't even. Anyways, like so, you got all these people and these. I just. Who cares? It, it who features cares? some of the worst, some of the worst dialogue I've ever seen. Is it a show. different writer this year than last year? Uh, same, same writer. Same writer. It, you know, it's different, though. There's no, there's no Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson. But all of those actors are good actors, and they're just missing the mark. Ooh. Vince Vaughn? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams is a good actor. Okay. Vince Vaughn is She's a good actor. That buck-toothed buck chick is kind of a good actor. Colin Farrell is a good actor in certain movies. He has to just get the right role. And honestly, I don't dislike him this season. He's the more entertaining character the whole season, but... He's the only one that actually has some layers to him. Yes. Like, but... Rachel McAdams is a wonderful actress, but they, for some reason, old dude cannot write, like Nick Pizzolatto, whatever his name is, cannot write women. Yeah, nah. Yeah, he sucks. One of my, one of my Facebook friends, oh, actually a friend in real life, Mm-hmm. Uh, posted an article, and I, I just remember Nick this. P- Mick, Nick, P- has it Pizzolatto? Pizzolatto. That's his name, yeah. Anyways, what are you saying? Posted a posted an article that has <laughs> the 10 worst lines, well, the worst lines in True Detective Season 2 so far. Where were they? And Well, I'll just read a couple of them. So this one is Vince Vaughn's character. You don't want to look hungry. Never do anything out of hunger. Not even eating. All right. <laughs> Colin Farrell's character in, in episode one said, I used to want to be an astronaut, but astronauts don't land on the moon anymore. 
I have and, no comment. And you might remember uh, this one from. I remember all those lines, by the way. <laughs> and you're and they are really terrible once you reread them. They are atrocious. Uh, what was the one Vince Vaughn's character said the other day? Blue balls of the heart. <laughs> it's like having blue balls in your heart. What? What? <laughs> they got three episodes left, and nobody knows what's going on with the show. And, and nobody cares. And nobody's emotionally invested in any aspect any of, of the show. Let's see if it actually comes back. You think it'll be back next year? Uh, they they might give them one more season just to see if they can redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. But this one is I I know they got to they got to be reeling from this one. Yeah, it's it's like, pretty awful. It's pretty awful, and, and unfortunately, I'm I'm stuck in that little time suck where I have to watch it now. Right? Are you watching Ballers? Gosh, man, I haven't watched it since that first episode. I've watched two episodes. I just can't. I can't even do it. I can't. I I cannot. My uh, my time is too precious. <laughs> I would rather I would rather watch bugs crawl outside than watch ballers. Then see, see the rock try to use profanity. Oh, it's so unnatural. So, it's so unnatural. unnatural. And every time, you know what's so weird to me? White guys do this sometimes when The Rock does it. They go, brother. They say brother. All right. Brother. brother. Oh, brother. Brother. Come on, brother. I can loan you that $300,000, brother. Pay me back, brother. Like, is this like, who? Mm, it, no. Nah. It's especially annoying when they're referring to me. <laughs> like, like you don't have you don't have to call me brother. You don't have to call me brother. It's, you don't have to, it, like there. It, it never rolls off the tongue. It never rolls off. The, there have been situations where there there there's a group of like five of us, and one dude will go, "Hey man, how's it going? Hey man, how's it going? Hey man, how's it going? Hey brother, how's it going, brother?" Like you you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I just just. Dear everyone, black folks don't refer to each other as, as, as brother. brother all the time. You know who refer to each other as brother? Hawaiians. And they say it and make it yeah. sound cool. No one else should say it except for Hawaiians. Yeah, man. Maybe maybe don't. just Pacific Islanders. <laughs> and The Rock don't. is a Pacific Islander, but he can't even say it. Nah. He's from Miami, though. Is he? Yeah. I know that. Don't bro me if you don't know me. That's that's what I say, man. Just... <laughs> Just leave it alone. I, I've got a name. Just go, it's hey, guy. guy. Hey, big guy. Oh. And That's you know name. what? I, I'm serious. If you call me big guy, I have every right to call you little guy. Or little dude. Uh, little dude. All right, little dude. I had to pull it out today. That's what she said. Wait. No. Ah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. She well, could have know, said he, that. He would, he would have said that to her. Anyway, doesn't matter. I don't. I don't know if I really want to talk about the Chipotle incident. It's still too. I think too you should. Fresh. I think that you should talk about the Chipotle incident because some people might not be friends with you on Facebook and they oh, want to hear right. that story because you always have the great stories. Yeah, I'm only good for one a week. Um, I, I am. I am somewhat of a. Uh, I, I fancy myself a sociologist. I, I study human interaction, and occasionally I comment on it, and. Um, for some reason lately, I've been really, really short with people. Like, I'm, I'm just really tired of putting up with people's shit. And uh, as I was on the way home today, 
My wife hit me up, as she always does. Hey, what's for dinner? I always go, I don't know. She's like, hey, I've got a, I've got a buy one, get one free coupon to Chipotle. <sighs> okay, well, I already know that regardless of how this conversation goes, I'm going to end up going to Chipotle later on. Uh, happy wife, but, happy life. Yeah, yeah. Who's like <laughs> Anyway, so I, I eventually make it out to Chipotle, and, and apparently everyone else has gotten the memo about buy one, get one free. And uh, For the record, so side note, I don't know why you guys like Chipotle. Chipotle is a devil. Every, when they did that South Park episode about Chipotle with Billy Mays, he's like, Billy Mays here. Are you sick of having blood in your underwear after you eat Chipotle? That was speaking to my soul. Chipotle is gross. I don't know why you guys like it. Every, I've only eaten it three times in my life. The first two times, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was actually going to maybe fart knives and razor blades because it hurt so bad. And then I had it again recently because it had been about almost 10 years since I had it. So I thought to have it one more time. And I was like, why do people eat this? My stomach is tore up. And it's nasty. It doesn't even taste good. It tastes like fake smoke. You know, you, you know people who make greens but don't know how to make greens well? And they put smoke flavor in it. That's what Chipotle tastes like. Something about it tastes fake. Anyways. It- it's I digress. <laughs> I it's digress. convenience. And carry. It's convenience. So and it's, it's buy deli. one, get one free. Right. I'm not mad at that, though. I get it. You know. And I've anyways, been ju- anyways. What's I've that? been juicing all day. Mm-hmm. So I was already, I was already hungry. <laughs> the juice. I've, <laughs> I've been drinking freaking kale and beet juice all day. Sounds good to me. So, nah. Pfft. Uh... The uh, the fallout from that though is is catastrophic, but I'm not going into detail. The um, gross. So I and get, by fallout I, I mean <laughs> like falling out of my ass. And I mean, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> farting knives and razor blades. I mean, I mean that was ten years ago though. You're talking about today. <laughs> it doesn't matter when. Anyway, so I get there. I'm walking up. And, you know, if you've ever been to Chipotle on a busy day, you know that the, the line can kind of wrap around the restaurant a little bit. Which is bizarre to me. And I've seen you guys post pictures of that, and I cannot believe the lines at Chipotle. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that Chipotle is the best thing in the world. It's, it's not anything close to anything resembling authentic or passable Mexican food. Well, I mean, like I yeah. said, If you want authentic Mexican food, that's what Taco Bell is for. Uh, now, when we want to talk about farting knives and razor blades, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Those Captain Crunch bites are bomb.com. <laughs> I had some Mexi Melts the other day, and I let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, well, again, Man, I'm not going to Taco Bell is my shit's naive. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> you still getting your free tacos? <laughs> no, that's over now. Everybody got the free tacos. Yeah, it was like for okay. a limited time. They were giving out a million tacos. I only got four of that million. Oh, man. That sucks. Maybe five. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking, up to, I'm walking up to Chipotle, and uh, I notice that there's a, there's a couple, a man and a woman, standing in front of the main door. The, the line kind of curved around in front of the door. It happens. You know, no big deal. I, I notice that the woman is leaning on the door itself. So I walk up to the door, and I pause. It's a glass door, so you can clearly see through it. I pause before I open the door, and they both, they're in mid-conversation. They both look at me 
They looked right in your face. Right in my face. The three of us made eye contact. I, I just say eye contact. All right. All right. There was definite eye contact. That's key. That's key to the story. There was definite eye contact. And they both broke eye contact and began talking to each other again. They resumed talking to each other. For the record, tell everyone what she looked like. Six foot Ooh. what? Like Who, her? No, you. Oh, me. They, so, so they um, clearly could see you. Like It wasn't six, like they made eye contact and they just looked right through you. No, you were like, how tall are you? Six foot, yeah, I'm six foot two, two, fifty, two, sixty, whatever. I don't weigh myself. Um, I'm not Basically, he's dude. large enough that people can see him. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sneak up on you. Basically. Right. I'm going to block out the sunlight yeah. for a lot of you guys. So you're going to see me coming. And, and furthermore, there was eye contact. Mm-hmm. With both so of them. My, my not size, one, but two. Yes. Both of them. My size should not even be a factor. Mm-hmm. There was eye contact. And they completely disregarded that and continued talking to each other. The old me, the old Damien, um, would have probably politely knocked on the door or, or made a second attempt to reason with them or, or just anything. Like, I, I would have tried to avoid any type of altercation or, or uncomfortable situations. Um, the Damien of 2015, 2015. Specifically, pull- <laughs> July yeah. 2015, the real current. Yeah. Just pulled the door open <laughs> while old girl was still leaning on it, and she started tumbling. And her husband, who was wearing open-toed sandals, <laughs> you know, grabbed her right before she hit the ground. Well, and it was it was it was a very noticeable fall too. Did, like, oh wait, did people see that she almost fell? Was that like a thing? Yes. Did she do the little yes. scream? Did she do the girl yeah. scream? There was a she was oh, and uh, there was somebody that was with them. Some other lady that was right in front of them. She turned around. She she saw it. And she was flabbergasted. And there were a couple of people who were right behind me who were coming in as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people saw this. And they saw her dumbass fall because she was still leaning on the door, right? Even though she was blocking it, mm-hmm. I didn't care. So you know, he kind of picks her up and dusts her off, and you know, he starts getting his little. Well, actually, this is how it always happens when you have a man and a woman, a couple together. Usually, it's the woman that's like that has this expression, like "You're not gonna let him punk you, are you? You're not gonna let him punk you, are you? You're a man. You're my man. Yeah. Do something yeah. about it." She, she, I thought she had the mouth open like, ah, oh, ah. Oh, yeah, she really, did. She, really, she, she really. You're just gonna let him, seriously. You're just gonna let him like open the door and let me fall seriously. One of those. And so, and so the guy was like, "Hey, <laughs> you didn't see my wife standing there." Now, mind you, the whole time, the whole time this conversation is taking place, I have my phone in my hand. I'm looking at my phone because I'm trying to put my coupon in my passbook so that you know. My code is ready when I get to the register. I'm not worried about this little dude. Hey, wait, you didn't wait, see my wife? What, how, wait, how big was he? What did he look like? Uh, he was probably five, six, five, seven, maybe 130 pounds. Like, he was not physically imposing. He could have been an Ant-Man. And his wife was even shorter. She might have been like five, four. Oh, so it was and, a quick little tumble. She fell down like... I mean, she yeah, didn't yeah. have far to fall. All right. Oh, no, she didn't. She wouldn't have gotten hurt. Well, she would have bounced a little bit, but she wouldn't have gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. So the dude, you know, he has to def- he definitely has to angle his neck up so that he can look me in the eye. He's like, hey, 
You didn't see my wife standing there? And I'm like, ah, I did, yeah. And you still <laughs> opened the door and you knew that she was standing there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. She could have gotten hurt. Well. I said, oh, you mean when she was leaning on the door itself? And, the entrance. The entrance into yeah, the she establishment. Was, she's, she's leaning, leaning on the main on entrance. The main entrance door. And it's a glass yeah. door. We can all see yeah. her and she can see out. Right. And I'm like, okay, the door she was leaning on. Yeah, she could have. Mm-hmm. And so why would you open the door when you clearly saw her standing there? I said, hold up. Let me let me bring it back a little bit. I'm still kind of stuck on the part where your wife was leaning on the door and both of you looked me in the eye. And y'all decided that you weren't going to move. And he just started kind of huffing like, and you knew he wanted to say something. Right. And you, and you know were like, want, I you, wish you would. You I wish know you what would. he wanted to say. You know what he no. wanted to say. It wasn't so Black they, Lives Matter. Yeah, no, it was the exact opposite of that. <laughs> he was going to hit me with an All Lives Matter. <laughs> and he, um, and so then they kind of, they kind of did that little shuffle where you just kind of turn around and you aggressively try to ignore someone after that because, you know, you're above all this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I start looking at my phone again. And then he goes, some people are just assholes. And I said, yes, you and your wife both are. <laughs> the people... Just like you, the people behind me started laughing, just like that. <laughs> See, but yeah. what he? And this is the thing. Here's the killer part. What is he doing? It like muttering it under his breath, away from yeah. you. You can't hear him. Nah, homie, we can hear right. you. You're right next to me, so you're right. being and, passive aggressive. And, being and this corny. Is, this is the part that I left out of my post because I, I was I was in line while I was typing all this. Uh-huh. I gave him the least amount of personal space possible the entire time that I was in line. <laughs> So, so you were just like this lurking shadow. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was literally standing close enough to him that I know he felt my breath on the back of his neck. And uh, so after I, after I basically said that both him and his wife are assholes, he turns around and he faces me and we are like uncomfortably close. I'm looking at my phone, avoiding eye contact. He's staring at me in my eye, like right in my face. And he's trying to do that whole passive aggressive I don't know if he was trying to intimidate me or or what. So I said, all right, uh, little dude, go ahead and turn around and face forward whenever you're ready because you're not bothering me. <laughs> and he turned around and he never looked back. And I, I promise you, I gave him no more than four inches of personal space after that. Pause. <laughs> Pause. And that that's was probably. That, that's still funny to me. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, that was the least enjoyable experience that he's ever had at Chipotle. Oh, but I tell you what you all do is have his wife embarrass him again. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, why you guys let your wives, like, dig, they're, they're just as entitled. It's just the worst. And they're going to get you effed up. You know what I always loved? Remember that? Did you ever <laughs> see that movie back in the, in the day? Uh, it came out, like, late 90s, early 2000s, maybe. Did you ever see The Way of the Gun with Benicio Del Toro and uh, Ryan uh, Felipe? Ryan Remember Felipe that movie? And, yeah. yeah. Remember that My movie? My wife has it on DVD. Yeah, so remember in the beginning of that movie, that girl's cussing him out and like, get the F off my car. And yeah, my boyfriend's going to F you up and cussing him yeah. out and everything. And then they punch her in the face. Yeah. That was so funny to me. <laughs> By the way, yeah, this is my quick little PSA. Um, to, to all the fellas out there, don't, don't let your girl get your ass whooped, please. 
Seriously. Please. The, the, the thing is, I'm not, I'm not a violent person at all. I have no violent tendencies within me whatsoever. But I do, I do, I do aggressively caution people who are, who are just grossly outmatched. Don't, don't, don't be very careful about who you try to buck up to. Because you never know. Yeah, you never know. Because this is my thing. We live in this day and age, especially in the United States of America. Everybody's just like, overly aggressive, overly armed. I mean, you are in Texas. It's like yes. when I took that day that I um that girl tried to go off on me outside of hot yoga, that, that corny Subaru driving corny <laughs> melanin lacking girl, Seattle girl tried to go off on me. It was the same day you said that lady tried to act crazy to you about yeah. um parking spot. Like especially yep. in Texas. You're in Texas. And I mean, you guys do have that reputation of everybody has a firearm and everybody's yeah. aggressive and you walk on, I walk on your property, you give me a warning and then you can shoot me, you know? Yep. So that's the thing is like, why can't you just be polite? Why can't you just apologize? Why can't you just be a nice, decent human being? Like, why can't you just do that? I don't understand. Like, how hard would it have been for him, his, him to be like, oh, people are coming in. Maybe you should get off the door. It's just common, you know, when I was a child and and I would go places with my parents, my father would always say, get from in front of the door. I was just going to say, you know what? Some of these husbands need to treat their wives like kids because I do that with my niece. Get up out of the way. Yeah. You need to get up out of the way. It's that simple. And, and And I don't feel sorry for them at all because, again, we made eye contact. So you blatantly disregarded me and disrespected me by not moving. Yes. Guess what, son? You don't know who you're challenging. And then, and and at first he was probably just going to let it slide Mm -hmm. until his wife started, started pumping him up. Right. I'm like, dude, you know, people don't know this about me, but I'm not intimidated by any dude wearing open toed sandals. (laughs) It, It just, it doesn't happen. You're not, you're not going to go there with me. So I just, that's, you know, I mean, I, I, you know how I feel about men in sandals. They're for the <laughs> beach, walking your dog and taking the garbage out. <laughs> they're not for standing in line at Chipotle. They're not for doing anything other than those things. Like maybe wearing so, them in the shower. So that, that, that's, that's my story. You know, just the, the moral of it is just do the right thing. And, and you never know who you're talking crazy to. I don't and talk just, crazy to people. Right. Do your best not to leave a douchebag mark on society. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it's not uh, that hard. It's genuinely not that hard. All right. So we'll, we'll start to wind this down a little bit. I got a couple questions for you. Yes. Um, any, any, good, uh, any good books or comics that you've been reading lately? Uh, I'm reading Shudder, which is Image. I'm super into Image right now. That's like yeah. my good because I'm a little, like I said, I'm a little marveled out. And lately their storylines haven't been good the last let me see what's the last good story that marvel had secret invasion what was the one after that that was siege was after that uh i kind of like siege but still siege kind of had one of those like someone hit that wrap it up button dave Chappelle was talking about i was like all right let's wrap yeah you know whereas i felt like secret secret invasion had an excellent wrap up you know but the lately secret invasion was my probably my favorite event uh comic Ever like I better like, than Civil War? Yeah, well, yes. Civil but, War was mine, but 
no, Civil War is like it's like one A and one B. The the thing that got me with Secret Invasion, even though you know a lot of it was just you know just a convenient writing technique, is that they they basically were able to integrate what you know what caused Secret Invasion. They they were able to integrate that with like a bunch of different historical points in, in Marvel history or whatever. So I, I thought that was actually pretty cool. The the writing on Civil War itself, I think, was was better and, and it was it was more emotional and more involved. But I think the setup to Secret Invasion was was pretty cool. And it can't be done again. So but, Okay, so we'll have to talk about Secret Invasion another day. But yeah, so I'm reading yeah. Shudder, I'm reading East of West. I just bought Chu because everybody's reading Chu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone bought me um uh, Sandman, because I gotta read Sandman. You know, I've never read that. Yeah, that's, I'm kind of uh, going back with some of these old classic non-Marvel, yeah. non-DC. You know, what is that? Dark Horse. What is Sandman? Dark Horse. Yeah, Dark Horse Image. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. and then Preacher as well. I have Preacher. I need to read. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I picked up Southern Bastards out of Comic Con. How was that? that? What is that? that even? What's that about? Uh, it's. It's kind of a comic book. It's kind of the comic book equivalent of Justified. You like Justified? The Love show. Justified. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, okay. It, it's actually the they've only got like eight issues so far. So I, I got two trades, but uh, it's written by Jason Aaron. What uh, has he written? Uh, most recently, he's written Thor. Uh, Thor used to be my favorite Marvel, and then that got a little yeah. kind of redundant, a little tedious, kind of like, okay, so now Loki's a kid again, and we're starting all over, and it's just back, yeah. oh, your dad is dead, oh, he's alive, oh, your dad is dead, oh, he's yeah. alive, you know, it was kind of one of those. Now, Jason Aaron, is his, his strengths are really in character development. He does a mm-hmm. really good job of uh, developing his characters and, and kind of creating an emotional attachment to it. Uh, check out Southern Bastards if you, if you get a chance. It's actually pretty cool. It's about... Um, it's it's about uh, a, a backwoods southern town where a lot of stuff is going down. Okay. And uh, there's a there's a black chick whose father is a white dude. So. Oh hey. There you go. That's like me. <laughs> that's like me. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, everybody. If you, the thing that's been going on right now with um with uh. Image comics. I feel like everything that I'm like picking up or reading or scam, skimming or whatever with it, an image is like everything is like this weird universe. So like Shutter mm-hmm. is this weird universe where ghosts are part of this universe. Like they're not they're they're dead. They're ghosts, but they people interact with them and animals can talk and have jobs. Um, there's like weird demons and things and. I just yeah. I, you can go to, you can go to the moon. It's just like this. They have these weird alternate universe. It's just a weird alternate universe. Oh, like the girl, the girl in it. Her the butler is a skeleton because he was cursed by like a woman, and he because she, she wanted sanctuary, and he's been trying to run from noise and people his whole life, and he finally has sanctuary in his old age and solace or whatever. And woman shows up, had been shot, and was like, "Please help me!" And he was like, "Get off my property!" Basically, like old man shoots her. And she says that from now on, I'm going to curse you and your 
you will serve my relatives for the rest of your life. And so now he's a, he is the butler of this family, the main character, the main girl's family. And he's a skeleton in a tuxedo and he's going to serve because he's dead now because he has to serve for an eternity as a butler. Interesting. And then the girl in it, her dad is white, black mom, has an Asian sister, a white brother. Like her dad has been lying to her. It's like all this drama, but it's kind of interesting. And, uh, and then like East of West, you and I, we've read that and. Yeah. I really enjoy East of West. East of West was my first experience with a weird comic. Like I really loved Umbrella. <laughs> uh, Umbrella Academy was one of my favorite. Like yeah. different, you know. I loved Umbrella Academy, but East of West is like I've been telling. This is how I describe it because this is the guy, my the guy at my comic store, Comics Dungeon, in Seattle and Wallingford, y'all, right near University of Washington. Hey, but uh, I was like, well, I go, well, how would you describe East of West? And he says, it's a post-apocalyptic alternate universe cyberpunk western perfect description yes and it's freaking cool it's pretty freaking cool i really enjoy it so if you, anybody needs some comic book recommendations i am recommending shutter is weird uh east of west is fascinating yeah of course you know oh i read last man not the why was it why the last man i read that recently yep. that was good but yeah everybody you know what, yeah it's great that was a good one I, I recommend Southern Bastards and uh, Saga is also a, a pretty yeah, everyone's good Everyone's reading Saga. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty popular one. Um last question for you. Yes. Uh what are you looking forward to in the near future? Anything coming up that you're looking forward to? Being single. Um okay. Uh fellas, she's single. No, staying she, staying single. Staying single. And, stay. and she wants to remain single. So Yes. Please, no more inquiries. <laughs> Who's your friend, Jessica? Don't worry about that. I don't have no friends named Jessica. Mind your own nah, business. I don't know who you're talking about, son. Nah, mind uh, your business. Nah, what am I looking forward to in the future? So far as like, well, like wait, I'm looking me, forward I... to Man from Uncle. Like that's my thing. That's my jam. I'm looking forward to Man from Uncle. The one thing on my list that I am looking forward to for 2015 is the Man from Uncle. Then, magnif or uh, Hateful Eight, then Star Wars. I'm sorry, y'all, but that's it's in that order. I'm looking forward Star to Wars, uh, but... looking forward to season two of Rick and Morty. How oh, hell yeah, that's gonna be on that's gonna be Sunday. <laughs> Coming out this weekend. Sunday, man, Rick and Morty is the best show on TV right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Because honestly, crazy. I, I'm, are you watching Westward Wayward Pines? No, uh, my wife was actually asking me about that tonight. I, I completely forgot that it was on TV. You should Is watch it. It's good? pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like okay. it. Uh, I just, I was catching up today. I had some time, so I was catching up. But yeah, Rick and Morty, you guys. Man, Rick and Morty is the show. That is the funniest show on TV. And each yeah. episode, I've seen at least three or four times. And every time I watch them, they're just as funny as the first time I watched yeah. them. Dude, I told like, you, my, my nine-year-old niece watches Rick and Morty. Which is interesting because it. it's a little old for her. Oh, she's... <laughs> I mean, I'm like, it's a little mature. No, when she was like five or six, she was... She was sneaking on my Netflix account and watching like anime stuff that she should not uh -huh. be watching. So oh yo, speaking of anime, you're right. That's what I'm looking forward to: Attack uh -oh. on Titan live movie. Attack yeah. on Titan, yo! That trailer, you see that new trailer I posted. Yeah, and what you know, an excellent job they did with that. They did a combination of like people in costumes and makeup and CG mixed together. Like yeah. the those are the most intense scary 
Like that's scary. It's genuinely like scary. I guess it's going to be more of like a horror movie than it like. And it should be anime. Yeah, it should be. They were looping it at the uh, the booth when you were getting your autograph that day. I know. Unfortunately, I couldn't see it, but I got you my autograph. You? Thank you, Sinji. You Thank you, you Sinji, for my autograph. Yeah, that Attack on Titan, man. That's my jam. Like, because I was not the real big anime fan, you know? Like, I like it. I watch it, but I'm not one of those people who, like, is like, oh, have you seen this? And I've never seen shit. I still haven't seen Samurai Shampoo. Like, I haven't seen that. And I tried to watch Da-da-da-da, and that was very strange. So, I don't know. But Attack on Titan, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, I'm really, really looking forward to somehow i got to figure out how I'm going to be able to see it, because it's only being released in Japan, I think. It'll... You know, there 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 are ways of getting it once it's been released. I'll, I know, I'll but I'm poor. I'm poor. I want to see it well, in a theater. I don't want to see it. I don't have a big screen TV in my townhouse. I don't have that. Like, I want to, like, see it on the big screen. Titans oh. on the big screen? Well, you got to wait then. Oh, Titans on the big screen. Wait. You got to wait till, like, Christmas or something. I got to just, like, get the – have my, my brother's friend Roger lives in Japan. I'll have him try to grab me one, a bootleg or something, and I can watch him in the theater at my parents' house. They turned my old bedroom into a theater. But I got to – they can't be there, though. Could you imagine my parents be oh. – them walking in on me watching, like, humans being eaten by giants by, with no skin? <laughs> yeah, giant naked women. Yeah. With no, with no nipples. With, with no anatomy, but with yeah. boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm well, I, I think that does it, man. I, I really enjoyed this. I think we All should. Right. Uh, I think we should do it again, maybe next week. Sounds good to me. And I'll stand in for remix. After. I'll stand in for remix till he wants to get his act together. I mean, yeah. if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess, right? man. But I miss so. remix, though. I miss the stories. Remix, come back to us, my friend. Mm. His well, story, I love that. I love that Mexico story. I was like, I loved it. It was hilarious. What a great yeah, it story! Wasn't, it wasn't hilarious while while it was happening. My stories aren't as good as that. I'm not that great of a storyteller. Like, well, that was he a great also gets story. himself in a, in a lot of situations that most reasonable people would not get themselves in. Well, I mean, but but that's, that's why it's it. interesting. Anyway, this concludes the Chill Manor podcast. Uh, thank you, Jessica, for. Stepping in for my boy uh, while he's all up in his feelings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess by this time next week, Rick and Morty will come on. We'll probably talk about that and a few other things. And, then, you know, maybe we can we can get an update on how the single life is going. Should yes. be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. It's late here. Peace and hair grease to everyone. All right.